Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And here we go. There's a man open left side. Caught. It's Touchdown at 10 with Russell and Medhurst. All right, geniuses, put your caps on, okay? If you're Washington, are we aggressive at the trade deadline Tuesday at 4? Or are we just kind of holding our cards close to the vest and we'll see you in the draft and free agency in the offseason? 301-230-0980. Is there a position that you target at the trade deadline that if you win Sunday, you get the four and four. Remember, you've got four games total with the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys still to play on your schedule. You got to go fight fire with fire. If you think you can legitimately get into a 10 and seven area, that means you got to go beat some people. That means you got to improve somewhere. What's the one position that you target at the deadline here? to try and make your team better. 301-230-0980. We start things off on the Odyssey app where Jay is listening in Texas on line one. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, Jay? I think we we need to upgrade at the tight end position for sure. We need um, a tight end with some speed. We need to make Logan the best number two tight end in the league. Um, John Bates can be that fullback slash third blocking tight end. Cole Turner is nice, you know, um, but every time I see him um, go up for a pass, he never lands on his feet. He, he's always slamming on the coming down hard on the ground like he doesn't know how to fall. So um, we definitely need a tight end to open up this offense. How about Mike Gasecki sure. from the Miami Dolphins? Has not been happy with his contract and uh, doesn't look like he's getting paid. He's on a franchise tag uh, this year. He's come alive the last couple of weeks, and he does that stupid dance uh, that everybody seems to like on gifts. Uh, But, um, I mean, he's a pretty productive player. But um, I wouldn't mind somebody a little bit younger, more athletic. Um, We're good at finding young, good athletic guys and letting them grow. Um, Gusecki is cool. He's nice, but. Um, I want somebody a little faster and um, maybe a little cheaper. Okay, I mean he's athletic. twenty. He's twenty-seven. He's not Lightning McQueen, but you know he's. Oh, he's going. He, he's definitely going to win his money. He's, right. he's definitely one of the best tight ends right. in the league. So, right. I, I don't necessarily think we need to do something like that unless he's okay. going to be super duper fast. I mean, I think you could be looking I, I at a, a rental type situation. I mean, nobody says you have to keep him. 
And, you know, again, you could always yeah. franchise okay. tag him again. Just nah, saying. Franchise tag, that's too much money. No, no, well, no, no, no. I, I just want somebody I mean, listen, to say, like Najoku. Well, he's isn't he hurt yes, right now? Yes, he's out. Um, in, that, in that type of. I mean, listen, I'd like, you know, I'd like to bring back Tony Gonzalez in his prime. You know, (laughs) hard. It's hard to get guys that are really contributors for nothing or low cost that aren't going to want a big contract. So, I mean, at some point, the rubber's got to meet the road. You know, at some point, you got to do something. I think Gusecki is better than um, Najoku. He, he, He would be. Oh, I agree. I'm thinking somebody, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Don't know if the Dolphins would move yeah. him at this point because he's a nice red zone weapon for them. But, he is. You know, we'll see. I mean, well, what I, about Donald? Donald, um, like the, uh, the Chargers have a big 6'8", big, fast, athletic tight end. that um, He's like, we, he would be maybe the second best tight end that we would have right now. You know what I mean? Donald. Uh, uh, who the hell is um, that? Something like Donald that. Parham? Oh, they yeah, used, Donald they Parham. Had, didn't yeah. they have Parham here one time? Uh, I thought Parham was here at one point maybe. a few years ago in camp. Maybe. I don't but remember. it might have been before the uh, Ron Rivera administration. Yeah. I don't, rem- I don't remember like covering that. him. Would, but... would even, um, that would juice us up. Yeah. yeah. Understand. Right. Good call. Appreciate you. Thanks, Thank Jay. You, Jay. Let's go to line two. Chris is in Maryland. What's up, Chris? Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Hey, Chris. Good. Um, I got mixed feelings. I think you should be buyers and sellers at the same time. What I mean by that is I believe that somebody like Deron Payne, if you're not interested in signing him back next year and you know he's going to command a big uh, paycheck, why not use him as trade bait? I know you can get a second-round pick, a high second-round pick for Deron Payne, or you might can lure into a late first-round pick. Also, if you not if you if you have issues with Antonio Gibson, why not use him as a trade bait as well? But on the end of buying, I think you should go get a cornerback. Definitely upgrade. If somebody like a Greedy Williams haven't lived up to his potential, but maybe a change of scenery would be great. If somebody in Atlanta, because I follow, you know, Isaiah Oliver on a you gotta find a cornerback on his last one year deal like a Isaiah Oliver. He's great in the slot. He was great last year before he got hurt in the Washington game last year for Atlanta. And um, maybe, oh, oh, my last thing is in Carolina, they on a wholesale. Why not try to get Shaq Lawson? Uh, he, maybe he could play that um, Sam linebacker or that Will linebacker. And uh, why not try to trade for Matt Ioannidis back for Ed in depth? Because he's on, a, um, I think, a two-year deal or one-year deal with uh, – yeah, you know, this is the uh, last of his. I think this is the last year of his deal. Matt Ioannidis does not want to come back here. Just going to tell you that right away. So I think but, a lot of people know that, but he's not going to want to be back here. I mean, and, and but you guys hit on right, Chris. Appreciate the call. I mean, I think the guy he's talking about is Shaq Thompson, uh, Carolina. Right, uh, not Shaq Lawson. Right, yeah. Shaq Thompson is the guy. Yeah. Uh, still twenty eight. Um, first round pick out of University of Washington. Oh wait, wait, so, wait, wait. Was he drafted by? Ron Rivera. Uh, let me see. Think that so. would be I'm pretty sure he 2015. Was. <laughs> pretty sure. He was. Last time I checked. So, you know, what kind of compensation does it does it cost you? And I don't know. I mean, you know, if Robert Quinn's going for a fourth round pick, if Christian McCaffrey, I mean, McCaffrey went for multiple picks, but uh, you know, I mean, Shaq Thompson, of- Shaq Thompson gets you that conditional five six range. Yeah. Right. I mean, just saying. Yeah. I mean, I could consider certainly doing that. Um, 
I mean, corners, both you and I, like a couple of people on Twitter, um, Gerald Burris, you know, fix the O-line, please. Listen, it seems like they've solidified center or at least grounded the position, right? They have a natural center in right now. Schweitzer's coming back at some point here. I don't know when his four-game IR stint But let me ask a question. Let me ask a question. When he does come back right mm-hmm. now, is he playing ahead of anybody that's currently playing on the offensive line? Uh, not right now. Correct. Not right now. Because Sadiq Charles, as bad as he was in pass pro against Dallas when he first got in there, has at least settled down. Yes, he's improved you know, greatly. And, he's uh, been and, very and good even Norwell, you know, look, they gave up a ton of pre- – I mean, statistically, I didn't realize it was that bad. Um uh, I'm trying to find the the the, uh, the number here. Sam Wy- uh, Sam Wino, uh, Steve Wino, <laughs> who's got a new book which you should buy. Uh, Sam Fortier, Sam Fortier is who I uh, wanted to uh, point out. Has a number out. I didn't realize it was this bad. I guess I should have. Uh, but Heineke was pressured at a higher rate against the Packers. Fifty-one point four percent of his dropbacks. Then Carson once was in any start that he made. Think about that. Well, but and I, how, and how what, often was Heineke? You know sacked? what though? I will say this. I think that no, I yes, that number is what it is. But I think that number is a little overinflated because Kenny Clark was a menace. Kenny Clark was in the neighborhood a lot. Yeah. So you had one guy, kind of like a Parsons is for Dallas with Lawrence. Teams that have one guy that are a menace can inflate that number. Kenny Clark was in Taylor Heineke's neighborhood all day. And he was coming up the middle. Coming up the middle. On either side of the center. Uh, side so, of the I mean, center. it's sometimes the center, sometimes it's the guard, so, sometimes it's both of them. But Kenny Clark's also a very good player. A very good player. <laughs> High-level player. Very good player. So, let's go to uh, line three. Richard's up next. What's up, Richard? Hey, hey, how you doing there? Yeah. Uh, y'all kind of uh, shut your door, Richard. Uh, <laughs> yes, I closed it. Um, I'm up here in Mount Airy delivering, but um, I um, the guy uh, Shaq Thompson. That's who I was thinking of. I mean, you know, he got you know a little experience or whatever. You don't have to go overboard with finding somebody. You know, by him uh, playing, uh, you know, with uh, Carolina, he, you know, I think that he would be an asset and and would kind of like um, clear the way for. Uh, uh, the younger guys to play, you know what I mean? Put them, you know, in position that they, you know, I just think that he would be um, an ideal person. Other than that, uh, the linebacker for uh, Carolina, but you have to give up something for him. Yeah, appreciate Not it, Richard. Carolina, uh, yeah. Be careful uh, out there. Be careful out there making those deliveries. Appreciate all of our delivery people Absolutely. out there. Uh, Shaq Thompson just, I, you know, again, listen, I can't, t- I, I can't tell you. If you get a Shaq watched, Thompson, yeah. if, but if you get a Shaq Thompson, does that allow you to come out of Buffalo Nickel as much as you probably sure, played it because sure. you've got a more traditional backer to sit in there? You'd have Davis and Thompson on each side of Holcomb. Sure. sure. I mean, you'd does pl- that make you'd you better? Play, you'd probably play more of a yeah. To your point, you'd probably play more of a does traditional. That, does four that three. make you better? Um, I think as long as everybody adjusts to. You know what what they want, and now what they're asking, and how they would do things. Sure, because they're not using Buffalo Nickel all the time, and certainly Ron has familiarity with the player because he drafted. Yeah, Shaq Thompson. Just again, 
I don't watch a lot of the Carolina Panthers. They suck. They're awful. I'm not wasting my time. I've got too much other good football to watch. Run defense grade of 82.8, according to PFF. Now, Washington has done a pretty good job, pretty good job, stopping the run this year uh, after some early moment or early season uh, struggles outside of the Bears game, which I think was more attributable to uh, A, Justin Fields being, you know, dynamic in that area, and Mm -hmm. B, some missed tackles, most notably by Jamin Davis. Um, That being said, you know, Shaq Thompson overall, I don't know if he's going to make you great. Like if, if, if again, the common refrain that we've heard is, well, I only want to make a trade if it makes us a 10-win team. Let's just use that as the barometer. I don't think Shaq Thompson uh, puts you in a 10-win category. However, however, what I would also say is – I might not be able to upgrade in the position areas that I want to upgrade in. You know, if if I'm prioritizing, right, maybe they say cornerback number one, uh, uh, guard number two, wide, tight end three, and linebacker four. Just, just using that, and, and I don't know that. I might not be able to upgrade significantly enough at corner to make a difference, right? For me to yeah. make a I mean, big splash. Remember, people just don't give away good players. Yeah. Well, like like for instance, okay, the Jets. Now they haven't. They weren't a great defense by any stretch last year in in, in Salah's first year. But you know they have a kid. Um, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, uh, not Brees Hall, who unfortunately tore his ACL. Bryce Hall. He's not mm-hmm. playing a whole lot last year. Started, I think, every game last year. You know. Is that a guy that you know you could kind of look at where he's not playing a whole lot? Maybe he's disgruntled. Uh, you know, certainly productive last year. I mean, I got all sorts of numbers on him. Um, it's a guy who probably could be had, right? And could probably make your your cornerback room better. Like, if I can't, I might not be able to upgrade enough at my one posi- at my number one position of need, but maybe I can strengthen my number two and number three positions of need. Like, however you kind of rate them and view them. That translate that does that translate though ultimately to getting to ten wins, which it may take in the NFC, and certainly based on the fact that your division is so tough and you've got four division games remaining in that group, you've got to find a way. To beat those clubs. Let's go to line one. Bernie's in Virginia. What's up, Bernie? Gentlemen, thanks. Do you remember when the NFL trade deadline just just came and went? Nobody really cared. It yeah, was right. baseball. Yeah. It was baseball, basketball, and hockey that mattered, right? Yep. That's the shaping of it. Yep. And uh, I think football realized we can change our teams midseason. So I don't, a couple things. One, I think they need quarterbacks. I, I don't have. I think analytics will play this out later, but. I don't have the data, but I think the game is played and decided farther away from where the ball is snapped because teams started drafting Jerron Paynes and Jonathan Allen and, t- and offensive quarters compensated, said, let's get it on the edge. Let's get the ball out there. You know, you see smaller, faster, wide receivers. You don't need, you don't see as much slants. So I love to see that they need corners. They need a safety because then your D line looks good because the quarterback's holding on to the ball and, and the rushers get home, right? They don't go to the first read. Now, let me ask you this. You think you get a number one for Jerome Payne right now? No. Oh, no, not a one. So you think you could get a three and a two? Mm. I mean, 
And, and so to me, this I, is I, the pay a three and a, a, three and a, a two for Deron the Payne. Here's the thing: a well, contender, well, sorry, a contender yeah. may, yeah. Bernie, a contender right. may give you a higher price because they think right. they're close. And look at what Philadelphia is doing. Yep. They're like, okay, well, we got to compete with the Philadelphias of the world. Well, no, and I would say my thanks for letting me talk. I would uh, or hang on and talk. I appreciate that. Uh, the no, I, here's what I would say is. If you if I wouldn't franchise anybody that I couldn't get a number one for, right? Because you're taking all of those assets and you're penalizing your team for somebody the rest of the league says I wouldn't give you a number one for. There's got to be some type of – it's like the housing market three months ago. It's all out of whack and it will settle down. And I think, you know, picks win. Look at – the you know, you need to draft. Look at the Rams. But anyway, gentlemen, thanks for letting me ramble. You guys got a great show. Talk to Bernie, you appreciate it. Thank you, Bernie. I think Bernie brings up a hell of a point. It, it, Why well, franchise I, somebody, even though he was a one for right, you, right? That might that and not, franchise him at top shelf right. money, right? What, what what would it be fourteen, fifteen million dollars a year, probably Easily. somewhere in that range. Yes, because remember, it's defensive linemen, right? Not defensive tackle, which a, means edge pass rushers correct. and defensive ends. So it's a lot higher. It might even be higher than fourteen, fifteen million. I haven't looked at what the projections are for next year. But here's the problem. We all know that trade trade compensation doesn't always match what the player's talent, skill, salary. I mean, again, Robert Quinn, ideally, somebody who had, what, 19 sacks last year, Pete? Mm-hmm. I, I understand he's off to a slow start this year. Got it. He's 32. I mean, that certainly plays a factor. He's probably worth more than a fourth-round pick, but that's all they could get. Eagles From a are, team loaded yes, with picks, no question. And but but think about that. Think about what Howie is doing. Right, but but and before it, you go into that, do you, you understand my point? Mm-hmm. Like if, if like if Quinn's only worth a fourth, that almost makes me think Payne probably at best would get you a third just because he's younger. That's that's where I'm at. I don't think you get. I know you don't get a first. For an expiring free agent, number one. The only way you could even conceivably see that is maybe a future first. And if I know I've got that, like, meaning I get to his agent, I get permission, and I'm signing him long term at the time that we trade for him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Robert Quinn is 32 years old. Make no mistake about it. And the Bears chewed up a bunch of his salary. They said that's how the Bears got a fourth-round pick, meaning it would have been lower if the Bears didn't eat $7 million of his salary, Pete. So, I mean, the notion that Deron Payne is going to fetch a first-round pick, maybe a desperate team gets you a second-round pick. I think at best what you would be looking at is a conditional third slash second, kind of a la what Washington paid for Carson Wentz to Indianapolis based on snaps and all that stuff. I think that's the best you could look at. Again, there is a huge difference between Deron Payne being 25 years old and Robert Quinn being 32. And again, Quinn's got what? Uh, he's got he's got one sack this year. So I understand he's off to a slow start, but I mean, he had... How many last year? 19? Yeah. Like, you know it's pain, in there. Pain probably because we know how we know how we know how certain organizations are chintzy on giving up, you know, they're very tight on giving up picks. They want to keep those younger, cheaper assets if sure. possible. So 
Second day pick is probably your your ceiling for Deron Payne right now. And ultimately, you know, is keeping Deron Payne right now benefiting you more toward winning this season? And like Howie trading for Robert Quinn is solely for help this season. And, I don't know solely, primarily, because he's still got years uh, left right, on his but contract. But I think it's primarily they're right. they're they're all in right now. Yeah, oh, they're sure. playing for this season because the play, this is what people don't understand. The play of the team mm-hmm. has earned that team the right for their administration to go get people to help bolster the team to win this season. Mm-hmm. Let's get Jaden and Ellicott sitting here on line two before the fifteen minute monster gets him. What's up, Jaden? What's going on, guys? Nothing much. Um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, call in and say, I mean, are we really? I mean, we're three and four, but are we really that close? Like, is it worth trading the third for a linebacker? I mean, linebackers in today's NFL don't mean that much. The Rams signed Bobby Wagner. He's not changing their defense. Think about it. They have they have Bobby Wagner, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. I mean, but they're still losing. So, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I think our best bet's trading pain, getting draft capital. I mean, the team we're playing next week, Indy, they're almost tied for the division lead. And they're a better run organization, and they're starting Sam Ellinger, and they're closer than we are because because they get it because they're, they they know they're not that close because the ultimate goal is winning a couple playoff games, not getting in the wild card game and, and losing the first round. I mean, because the fact that they're five hundred and they're pulling their starter, starting a guy that's never played yeah. against us, just shows you how better run organizations kind of look at things. I mean, I, I mean that, four, that's a good point, Jaden. But but third and fourth, no, Jaden, that's a good point. But like, let me ask you this: for the Commanders. I mean, they'll never admit this, but the 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 realistic goal that they should be shooting for is just to make the playoffs, as opposed to winning right. a couple I of mean, games or playing a couple of games, which is what I think the Indianapolis Colts, even though they didn't make the playoffs last year, they view, right. and, and probably rightfully so, them as a more stable and better built organization, and that barely making the playoffs or barely missing the playoffs ain't good enough. Right, I agree. But I also think the fact that you have a coach over there, Frank Reich, that's probably coach for his job, right? Just kind of how Ron is. And they're willing to pull the plug. He's not really that concerned. So, I mean, I don't know. I just think – I don't think we're that close to Philly or Dallas, to be quite honest. Like, I don't even think we're really that close to other teams that are fringe, you know, wild-card teams. I just don't think we're that close. And I've been at all the home games this year. I mean, Green Bay's got blown up by all the New York teams. So, I don't, I don't really see a win where it's like – Wow, we're we're back. I don't I don't really see that kind of win that gives us that thought. We should be trading instead of you know trading players and getting capital back. It's got to help us build in the future. Jaden, appreciate the call. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. That's how you get to us. You're the GM. Trade deadline Tuesday four o'clock. Are you aggressive to try and take advantage of being in what is a very crowded NFC race right now? Or are you conservative headed into the deadline and not looking to make any moves to bolster the club right now? 301-230-0980. And, of course, we're streaming live for free. We've already heard from Texas this morning. We'd love to hear from you as well right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is up to you to determine what your team is going to do with a trade deadline Tuesday at 4 o'clock. If you're Ron Rivera in the Washington organization, do you want to be more aggressive here? Do you want to take a more aggressive tack to trying to improve your team to be a part of what is a crowded NFC where a streak of two or three games can elevate you into a spot to be a serious contender for a playoff berth. The thing that's going to kill you right now is your own division. Three teams are, you know, five and two or better. So that's a that's a massive, you know, roadblock in your way. How but, about all four teams from the NFC East making the playoffs? Hey, not impossible. <laughs> not impossible. But here's the thing. You got to beat some of those people, though, yeah. if you're going to get in that right. conversation. Right. So... Each season takes on its own. Just because somebody told us the Giants weren't supposed to be any good this year did mean the team had to listen to it and suck. Brian Dable said, we're not going to suck. We're going to go right. do something about it. And you got to get to at least nine wins. Eight wins. Oh, nine months. No chance is going to cut it. Nine is a must. Right. This though, is in 2020. Though, let me, I will say this, though, dude. There are six teams at three and four right now. And there's enough mediocrity of football being played. I mean, the Buccaneers are in trouble tonight. Yeah. Buccaneers are playing the Ravens, missing Brayton, like three other dudes. I mean, oh, they're missing their entire secondary. So, Antoine Winfield, uh, uh, Carlton Davis. I mean, I mean, Lamar. Listen, if there's any game that Lamar Jackson should break out and and get his swerve back on from early in the season in terms of as a passer, Mark Andrews though significantly questionable for tonight. Bateman though practiced yesterday. That's true. So I would imagine Bateman's probably going to be a go for Baltimore in that thing tonight. But you're right. You're right. And remember, no Dobbins for them. Kenyon Drake is probably going to start again. Kenyon Drake, by the way, if he's on your waiver wire still in fantasy, pick him up. And you got the Gus bus back. Right. Gus Edwards, either one of those guys. Gus is going to poach touchdowns. Drake is going to be the guy probably between the 20s. But Edwards is probably, as we saw last week, he scored two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to be your touchdown poacher. So in that Baltimore offense down around uh, the goal line. So. 
You know, those are those are if you're in desperation mode, especially right now in fantasy, those are guys uh, you want to keep an eye on. But the Buccaneers are in trouble, so that's another team that's back there in that mix with you. That you know, again, you can't you can't tell when injuries are going to really derail someone's season. Maybe that's what's happening to the Buccaneers right now, who have all kinds of turmoil, uh, including their quarterback. How about that? Two of the greatest we've ever seen in the game, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, um, just struggling with supporting casts that aren't playing well. Tom threw it 49 times last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. but I don't even think he hit 30, 300 yards. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Evans with a brutal drop in the middle of the field. I mean, that could have changed around that. In t- I mean, it was early. It was 0-0 but, I mean, still. Yeah, I mean, just dropping that. I think I, asked tone. that I think I asked that to Jay, right? Mm-hmm. You know, whether it did or it didn't, I mean, the bottom line is, is they never recovered Sets from Sets the that. tone for the whole yeah. day. If you score that touchdown, yep. you get a team with an interim staff and they're trading everybody. You get them down. They're like, oh, here we go again. Instead, you let them linger around. You let them hang around. And they ended up knocking you off and you're looking for answers. Mm-hmm. And ironically, here's the thing. You tell Todd Bowles, hey, your second chance as an NFL head coach is going to be coaching Tom Brady. Todd Bowles is going to light up. Mm-hmm. Light up. He's going to he's he's definitely going to light up. He's going to man, I love my chances now. And unfortunately, you know, what's happening there could eventually cost Todd mm-hmm. down there in Tampa, the former Washington secondary member. Let's get back to the phones. 3012300980. You're the GM. Are we playing it aggressively? Are we playing it conservatively? We go to line one. Robert's in Annapolis. What's up, Robert? Good morning. Uh, not only do the commanders have a roadblock with the other three teams in their division, they got a big roadblock because they don't have a bona fide starting NFL quarterback. Now, you can dream on with Heineke as long as you want, but until you accept the fact that he is not a bona fide starting NFL quarterback, you're going to be stuck in this Netherland of should we add players or, or get rid of players? I say they should be sellers. They got two players of interest really over there. Uh, Deron Payne. Uh, now the thing with Payne is he's going to command the if they can't a team can't sign him to a contract they're not going to give you a second round pick for him. You might be able to get a third, but if they can come to a contract agreement because they'd have to franchise him. I don't know what it is, maybe sixteen, seventeen mil uh, next year for a tackle. But the guy I really like is Gibson. Now he's uh, he wasn't the first round pick, so they would a team would have him for the rest of this year and next year on his rookie deal. And I think that guy is a really good football player. I definitely would give you a second for him. And in closing, can I can I speculate for a second? No. On the Ravens. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. Lamar. No speculation. Lamar. Ah, no speculation hey, allowed hey, on this radio hey, show. Ron Rivera hey, is going to call. Lamar Aaron, hey. auditioning. I think Lamar is going to audition for the Tampa Bay job for next year. So <laughs> keep an eye on him. Wow. He wants to get back to Florida. That speculation is he bad, Robert. He, yeah. he loves the Ravens, but he wants to wind up in Florida, and uh, I think that's where he's going to wind up. So keep an eye on that. That's an interesting uh, rumor. Hmm. I like that. I like that. That's good speculation there, Robert. So, you know, if he if he walks out the door and heads to play in Tampa, I mean, look, there's a reason why he hasn't – I mean, Baltimore, I'm sure, in total compensation, has put – 
a reasonable amount of money in front of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. To Robert's point right there, there's a reason why he hasn't taken it either. I mean, the team hasn't moved off of their offer, and Lamar hasn't taken theirs. Mm-hmm. And right now, right now at least, I think Baltimore's winning. I think Baltimore's winning because we're seeing we're seeing less and less explosive play from Lamar right now. Right. Remember how bad it was looking early in the year, the first mm-hmm. three weeks of the year? Now it's the pendulum has swung back. And to whether Baltimore. it's because Gus Edwards never really returned to be uh, – not Gus Edwards, uh, J.K. Dobbins right. never really returned – you know, to be what J.K. Dobbins was and thought to be. You mentioned, you know, Bateman's always banged up. Um, um, uh, you know, Mark Andrews now banged up. Um, whatever the case might be. I- I'm sure, like you said, they put $235 million in front of Lamar Jackson. But is it fully guaranteed at... 125, somewhere between Kyler Murray and... Well, Russ got guaranteed for 150, right? I'd have to... I think, I think Russ's new deal in Denver get guaranteed for 150. I mean, I know basically the, the this year and two more years are fully guaranteed. What I like so is, yes, what I like probably is somewhere the fact that, that teams are saying, look, F you, Cleveland. Yes. We don't care yes. what you did with Correct. Deshaun Watson. Correct. Okay? They're not using that as a, now we have to pay right. everybody They're not that using money. that as a barometer. Right. And okay? agents, I think, are also realizing that that was just such a but stupid, mind-numbing to, move by the Browns. Would, right. But you would have to wonder where that number is right now that is mm-hmm. acceptable to agents. Because think about this. That money... Well, remember, uh, Lamar doesn't have an agent. It's him and Monty. I understand that. I understand that. But I'm talking about agents as a whole around the league. Right. You know, trying to wonder where that number is. And and maybe Robert's speculation there has a point to it. Because Lamar, Lamar, in no hurry to take money from Baltimore, it seems. Uh, Again, they don't have to work out a contract. They They could do the franchise tag, Tango, for two years if they really want to. Let me ask you this. If his I'll play, like cousins. If his play mm-hmm. stays where it is right now, mm-hmm. he's better than a number of starting quarterbacks in the league and how he can affect winning, but there's kind of a ceiling to it right now. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're still not seeing him break that ceiling, even with the addition of a Rashad Bateman uh, in that receiving core. Mm-hmm. If you're Baltimore, do you let him walk and you just go, some, go in a different direction, either play Huntley or draft somebody and go in a different direction? I mean... I don't think they have the – I mean, even though they do things a little bit differently up there than the organization we deal with here primarily, meaning – which means they do things better and smarter, I don't think they risk walking away completely. But I could very much see a franchise tag. For at least one year? I, I don't I don't know if they do the, the, the double franchise tag tango mm-hmm. because then it's just – like, but I could see the, fr- and that's what I've said all along. I would not do a long term. I don't view Lamar Jackson, and I know people get mad at me. I, I don't view him as a great pocket passer. I, I know he's a great athlete. That I know he's a good kid. That statement is true. Where Lamar, 
for the most part, when the surrounding cast is good, remember Baltimore's defense is not very good either no, right now. No. And that's part of the complementary football right. equation here. You got to get into more run and gun type style games. He's right? doing he's doing enough to win more than they're winning. Mm-hmm. The ultimate part part is if they ended up franchising him, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't have the money to make the needed uh, work on defense that they've got to get done. Mm-hmm. I mean, Patrick Queen's been an abject failure at middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. They thought he was going to be they thought he was going to be a game wrecker at that position. He's not been he's not been a game winner at that position on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. He has flashes, but he doesn't bring it consistently uh, for that team. And they've got they you know they've got issues in the back end. They don't rush the passer uh, consistently enough. So if you franchise tag Lamar Jackson, unless you get it, unless you just hit a grand slam in the draft, and three or four guys in next year's draft come in, especially if you go defensive mm-hmm. and they help you right away, that Baltimore team's not in position financially to go make the necessary adjustments they've got to make to be an AFC contender to play with the Bills and the Chiefs. Is Deshaun going to play for them tonight? I haven't heard anything about him. No since buzz he about signed. that, but I would imagine if Bateman is banged up a little bit and probably limited. Right. I mean, you would think, right? Can't you you can send Deshaun down the field 5 or 10 times? Oh my gosh, right? You know. We'll see, but you're right. Been no been no buzz about that. 3123009080. to get the line for and Brian on the Eastern Shore before we get to what's trending. What's up, Brian? All right, this is this is where I'm at. Um, I believe you know we need to stay the course. Um, you know, I feel like we've been aggressive over the last thirty years. You know, and we still continue in that same revolving door of bringing people in and out. You know, the only constant that we've had over the last thirty years is change. Um, Amen to that. You know, I understand we need an elite quarterback. But those guys can be found in the third and fifth round. You know, when you go out into the corporate world, you know, we always talk about blocking and tackling. You know, those are the key to any success. You know, and that goes directly into the NFL. You know, we got a strong defensive front. Let's try to re-sign Payne and try to bring some offensive linemen in here. And just right, You know, I love Taylor. Let's ride him as long as we can. And hopefully Sam Howell develops. We find somebody else in the third or fifth round. Um, so – you know, change has been the only constant. Let's just be conservative, ride it out, and see what happens. Have a go dog day. You got it, Brian. Appreciate you, man. A, a go dog day? Is yes. that what he said? What does that mean? It's my guy Brian Aiken from over on the Eastern Shore, Queen Anne. A go dog day. The famous words of former Southern High School principal Don Buchanan. Oh. Let's have a go dog day. Okay. Brian and I went to the same high school. Wow. So you know the Brian, reference. Brian, by I the way, you. Brian, a very good football coach uh, at the youth league uh, level and the high school level mm-hmm. over there on the Eastern Shore gotcha. at uh, Kent County High. And he coaches girls basketball at the Gunston School. Are you sure it's on the Eastern Shore or is it on the Eastern Shore? Look, I love the Eastern Shore. Those are my people. But Brian is an Anne Arundel County guy, so oh. he doesn't he doesn't necessarily count over there. Uh-huh. So him and his lovely wife, Sarah. Uh-huh. So you would like Sarah. Yes. They go to Ravens games, though. It's okay. Sarah makes him go to Ravens games. I mean, listen, you know me. You like whoever the hell you like. Whatever you, whatever you, whatever floats your boat. I, I don't take any offense if people like the Ravens. I mean, I would like the Ravens, too, if I liked any team. 
you know, I, I I root for who's fun and who's good and and who's not a pain in my ass. Eric which DaCosta is basically everything that I, I need to, to get Keith Mills to hook me up with Eric DaCosta yeah. in their college personnel department. Three one two three zero. Of course, Pete would turn this into just like I turn in everything into a Barry Horowitz moment. Pete would Pete turns everything into. People, and if I can look, only get another job, people if look, I can only get thing, another paycheck, right? if no, I can only infiltrate a college scouting department, people don't understand. People don't understand. I know. Like, I know I'm never going to do a game for ESPN. So I, I, I've realized That's where my That's not true. You don't know. And you, I want, where and my you work for ESPN uh, 3 every every other night. But that's through Navy, though. That's uh, I mean, they, Navy, that's where Navy's games are contracted to go to. I know. Um, you still work for ESPN. But if somebody would pay me, if somebody would hire me to be the head of their Parks and Recreation Department or put me in their college scouting department in the NFL, I'd leave all this radio stuff behind tomorrow. And you'd be hosting with... Kevin Sheehan, mornings, right here on the Team 980. Pete, and doing Pete's, trending alerts. Pete's just aching to get rid of me. No, it's got nothing to <laughs> get rid of you at all. Right now, the big fella's got a trending alert. <laughs> Here's what's trending on the Team 980. Uh, all right. Let's... You and Sheehan, 6 to noon, right here on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Can we do the smell test? Every hour. What about the Sharps? The Sharp players are saying Chris Russell and Kevin Sheehan will be hosting 6 to Mm. noon by January 5th here on the Team 980. (laughs) I could do more skits and bits here, but I guess I'm supposed to do something with breaking news or whatever. Uh, Dallas Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott not expected to play this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. According to NFL Network, dealing with knee soreness, not a good sign for Zeke and the Cowboys. If you have Tony Pollard in your fantasy league, you might want to load up on him. Also, Mac Jones, we were, Bill Belichick was asked a hundred different times since the end of Monday night's game, who would start? Well, he was noncommittal, but apparently Mike Garofolo of NFL Network has learned that it will indeed be Mac Jones back in the starter saddle for the New England Patriots against Robert Sala and the New York Jets. Meanwhile, the Caps back in action tonight. In Dallas, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app, 8-15 after their win the other night in New Jersey. Uh, Second game of a four-game trip. And for Major League Baseball, while the World Series begins tomorrow night between Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros, led by Dusty Baker, a surprising move to some. David Stearns has stepped down as president of baseball operations Of the Milwaukee Brewers, he has long been connected with the New York Mets, who happen to be looking for the same role in terms of their uh, future franchise. And that's what's trending. Terry McLaurin gets to go home this week. Back in front of the folks in Indianapolis. That might actually give Washington some fans there. Terry makes a catch. People are going to be like, ah. They're going to clap it up for number 17. Apparently bought 75 tickets for friends and family. That's outstanding. I mean, it's a nice little hefty bill. Uh, yes. He can afford it. 
He can afford it. He can now. Um, Got that good new deal. Yeah, absolutely. As we make the turn for 11 o'clock here in just a couple of minutes, guys, we'll get back to the calls in just a minute. Uh, just hang on. Uh, 301-230-0980. There were so many things that we haven't even gotten to this week. Uh, but Jeff, um, I, I think Jeff's last name is Bachner, is how he pronounces it, I think. Uh, but he's always been a, a very good tweeter, uh, not always uh, in agreement with me. So uh, he had, a, I think, a pretty strong tweet here that I wanted to get your uh, opinion on. He said, we should be targeting draft picks. Trade 94, notice how he's using your terminology, Mm -hmm. uh, Deron Payne, for a third, uh, I'm sorry, 94 and a third for a second and a seventh. Keep Wentz at less than 70%, so we only lose a third. See, I think his three, by the way, is William Jackson a third. I think he's saying trade 94 and three. Oh, 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 okay. My so bad. Words, My ba- I'm, so, I'm get sorry. A second I'm for sorry. Pain, okay, I read get that a wrong. Seventh, hopefully, for Jackson. You're right. I read that wrong. I'm sorry. 94 and three, get a second and a seventh, keeping Wentz at the third round level. So you're getting basically an extra second. Correct. And, a se- and an extra seventh. To try and replace and the extra because second you, because you you're losing your third yeah, right now right so the extra um, second helps you on that uh, the second day to replace that third right so he's saying untradeable are one mm-hmm. okay we know that Dotson, Dotson. seventeen McLaurin yep. seventy two Leno mm-hmm. ninety three John Allen mm-hmm. ninety nine you know who that is Chase Young oh who's that and thirty one. Cam, Cam Curl. Curl. Anybody else can be had for the right price. Be ruthless about it. I think this is a pretty interesting tweet. What does Montez Sweat get you right now with another year Oof. of c- control? Because you have another year of control on Montez. Yeah. So does does he get you? He he probably only fetches you a second, doesn't he? <sighs> it's hard to think that he would get you a first, right? Got another year of control, though. I mean, is he... Like, Montez Sweat is really good when he's on. But I'm still not not convinced versus elite offensive linemen. He's a wrecker. But there is a general manager and a defensive coordinator out there probably going, you know what? I think we could get make him even better. That's the guy that ends up giving you a first. Like, if... If you're All a defensive coordinator or, or head there. coach, say you're Matt Eberflus, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just just to use that. Because defensive-minded coach right. has had success everywhere he's gone, doing a pretty good job with the Bears, just lost an edge pass rusher, right? You would think there would be a fit there, right? Like, what do you look at and say, I can make that guy 18 See, sacks They a don't year. make sense, though, because they're a team that is in a position where they don't want to give away draft capital. They're trying to acquire. I'm just using that as. I understand. Uh, maybe Brandon Staley, who's the ultimate gambler, uh, right? Now we're talking. I mean, what, what's the deal with um, with uh, Bosa out there? Is he he's still, still banged be, up, right? He's still going to be missing for a little while. Right, right. So, I mean, now we're talking about the teams. See, these are the teams that you need to pry on, okay? These are like the desperate people at a club at 157 P or 157 AM that are looking around the club going, I'm feeling kind of good. I want to take one of these people home. Got your beer goggles me. on. Okay. And 
I, you know, by the way, in my entire life of 52 years, I've never been in that position. I would have loved to have been in that position just one time to see what happened. But if you, if you, that's, that's, if you're Ron and Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney, those are the people that you're calling upon right now because the most desperate people, Chris, are the people that are willing to give you almost whatever you want. And, Aggressive gamblers. Yes. Brandon now, Staley you know McVay's got nothing super, else to give, but right. Brandon Staley, Staley is a guy you can pick on. super aggressive. He's not the GM. Telesco is, but, but he's got obviously some influence there. So, and they might look around and say, we have to do something. Yes. Yes. Because they're on the verge of missing the playoffs yeah. for a third straight year at with Justin Herbert. At wide receiver and corner, at tackle, at everything. Their yes. run defense. I mean... To me, I would pick on the Chargers because they're dumb. Now you're talking. That's exactly what I'm. That's exactly the type of team that, as David's tweet alludes to, these are the kind of people that you prey on right now, who are going to look like they're going to be able to sell to their limited. I mean, look, the Chargers have about six people. My guy Steve Conyers is about the only guy that roots for the Chargers in L.A. So you you have a situation where you 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 might be able to fish a number one out of there. For one of those guys. Mm. The question is, is the competitor in Ron, as the coach, willing to concede to Ron, the general manager, that, hey, we could really bulk ourselves up for a nice run going forward here if I do move some of these guys right now at the apex of the compensation that we Mm -hmm. can get them. It's an interesting thought. It's a terrible place to be in, quite frankly, but it's an interesting thought going forward with this team right now. And the Chargers are still looking for run defense help. They were bad at it last year. I don't have the exact numbers, but you know, a guy like Tillery, who was a former first round mm-hmm. pick, has not worked out for them, has no. not helped them. They overdrafted uh, him. Yeah. And 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 you know, I mean, again, Duran say whatever you want about Duran, and he is way better this year than he has been in the past, way more consistent. You know, 301-230-0980. You're the GM. Are we being aggressive? Who's on the table? Who's not on the table? Where does Taylor Heineke fit into the future of this organization here going forward? We'll talk about that next. Final hour of the show is straight ahead. Burgundy and gold today at noon right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.